0: It's moving, it's thoughtful, it's sad. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's Nursery for a stroll It's time to Neighbours CJ, C J K and Bea. Let's get the Neighbours
1: this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We discuss episodes of the Australian soap opera. Neighbours, we are at Aussie Pace, a month ahead of the UK, and we are in Melbourne's PirateNet Studios. I'm Vaya. I have trouble suspending disbelief in the fictional realm. I have Kate who's also known as at remued on Twitter, loves to live tweet about neighbours. Hello, Kate. Hi, and um, happy first Mother's Day to you. <gasps> Thank you. Oh, it was, it's like having your birthday twice in a year. I'm a, I felt like the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate me twice, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was delightful. Happy Mother's Day to you too. Thank you. For those who observe, as we said when it was Finn's bum anniversary <laughs> And may the bum be with you too. <laughs> so... I haven't seen any Neighbours Mother's Day chat, but we have That's because they're all dead. True. The dead mums club that Zeke mm. started. And all they're scorned or like um, Jenna just yeah in a bad way and have to rebuild their lives. Oh, man. You know what? I'm still I'm still pissed
0: off that they were trying to keep Emmett from her. Like, come on. It's best case scenario mm. that Emmett. Emmett be back with his mum, isn't it? That's the the whole point of foster care, to reunite families. It took
1: them ages to get there. Like, I guess that's why we did this.
0: He's, yeah,
1: he's her kid. I mean, often in Australia, like, there's long-term foster carers where it's impossible to reunite. Yeah. But that wasn't the case here. (laughs) No, no. We'll get to the Brentonado family shortly. First, let's do some Neighbours Council business. Sweetie, it's just business. Uh, Patreon is still on pause. It is May. Um, I had a couple of new additions to the Facebook group, Neighbours Council. Alex listens to the pod on car rides or just chilling after work. Jenny listens making lunch at home or walking the dog. Beautiful, wholesome activities. And I do enjoy that these people are listening to the podcast one at a time, not in a group of three so that I get a download hit for each person. And that'll become relevant as we discuss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget when it's coming up. Um, that's all. Not, not much business. Just we're going to truck along as we do. Pleasure so doing business with you. And it's raining. Oh yeah, It's raining. There we go. Uh, we are not soundproofed because we are in my dining room slash kitchen living area. And unlike The Hive, I mean much like The Hive, which is also not soundproofed, I learnt this week. Going to be a bit of pod chat in this week's Neighbours. um,
0: We've teased our listeners in the past with our Saturday night recordings outside in balmy 30-degree heat. Well, guys, we're living the dream now because we're inside on a cold, rainy, wintry morning and it is actually quite cosy and I'm loving it.
1: Yes, and I've got a beverage, but I am not selling my business space as a gallery space and podcast studio. What's he doing marketing a podcast? Okay, I'll get to him. As it's not soundproofed is what I've got to say. I mean, it's got a door. The it, door just doesn't close, it's the does it? Door. So let's hop in to the week commencing the 3rd of May 2021. Uh, there might be some gentle rain in the background, but that's ambience. We lean into it. I really enjoyed this suite of episodes this week, Kate. How did yeah. you find them? Yeah, no, I enjoyed them too. A um, lot of fun, and we have neglected to discuss bees podcast because of all the other shenanigans that have been going on, the other the drama, the hoopla. So we will get into it. Yeah. There's a, we are a neighbours podcast, and currently on neighbours, there's a storyline about a podcast.
0: I mean, look, we have joked what well, jokes, considered for quite a while now doing a true crime podcast about the whole D story, haven't
1: we? Yeah, many plot points on Neighbours yeah. and we applauded Yashvi when she started a crime tour. Yes, yeah. Where that, that, the creepy dude. Yeah, Alfie came
0: and stalked <laughs> the street. Look, I have to say it is a genius idea for a podcast. Have an actual victim mm. tell the pod. Yeah. And then all the victims are giving interviews. Yes, It's one of those things that I think it could really do with some direction, maybe from a journalist and an editor. Slash anyone? Yeah. (laughs) Anyone that's not Carl Kennedy? It feels like just from what we've seen her do, it feels a bit like her journal that she's reading out.
1: I, gosh, there's, gosh, I wish she had a mentor. I wish I could have mentored her. Yeah, And I'm not, look, we're not professionals here. No, no. We... Oh, uh, you're more professional than me. I've had radio background experience, but I, we... Uh, flying by the seat of our pants. This is a you know mom and pop operation, but B quite literally now. yes. B has a possibly national headline making news story that she's at yeah. the centre of. In Robert Millsy Mills's character, Finn Kelly was a teacher when evil <laughs> tried to take out half the school. She needs to be part of a network, doesn't she? Yeah, podcast network. Yes, Spotify even would mm. take her up. Yeah, um, or like one of the commercial radio stations, yeah. like Nova Fox, they would definitely snap that up, um, or even team up with contact a local true crime podcaster here, like a Michelle Laurie. Oh yeah,
0: oh case, you know what, actually, case file because they do a case file presents and. You know, Casefile is always is one of the most professional-sounding podcasts I listen
1: to. That is a man reading an essay, essentially. Yeah. But it's very well written.
0: And amazing editing, but like the script editing of it, mm. everything. Like, I, it's 100% it should be A Casefile Presents. Yeah. Finn Kelly. She. We can start with the title. She's called it Never Forget. And she decided it like day of release, that's <laughs> the title. I searched for that in Google Podcasts going, oh, come on, surely there's like at least 10 podcasts called that. And there's not. Google Whack. Mm-hmm. She's nice. done all right. I mean, there's, like, some episode titles of different podcasts, but
1: podcast itself. I wish I had a subtitle, like, Never Forget the Finn Kelly Victims or something like yeah. that. It's or... it's essentially, it's, well, I was going to say it's meaningless, but I guess he lost his memory. Great. Okay, that's a good tie-in. It's her story, though. Don't mm. don't make it about him. I did want it to tie back to her single. Sorry. Sorry, I won't turn back time.
0: 100%. That would have been great. And, my God, she's got,
1: like, rights-free music then to mm. use. Or even just call it Not Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, she could have the music, but I think Carl Kennedy's done his tinkering in the, his soundproofed bedroom. She lives in a house with soundproofing. She should have used the oh. Ken Den. Oh, yeah, use
0: the bloody Coos's Su- bedroom. There yeah. must be a
1: great deal of soundproofing around their room. Yeah, because well, he was showing um, Angela Lane, we'll get to her, he was showing <laughs> her around and how he installed it. Yeah, nobody can hear the screams. <laughs> You can at the Hive though. So she's been recording it at the Hive. Kennedy has been, Carl Kennedy has been meddling because he's, mm. the hospital let him go. But now she's just sick of stringing him along as her co-producer. And now I agree he's annoying and he's not allowing this victim to ha- have her voice in yeah. in her own story. but. If you've agreed to let someone co-produce, this is a pretty dog act to just. Yeah, particularly seeing he's your uncle and you're living in his house through his largess, basically. Yeah, and to cut him out of the project, I thought that was not. Dog act. Yeah, not right. Um, but it's launch day, Kate. Yeah, okay. Another weird thing about this.
0: She should be recording and have finished and polished every episode mm. in the whole series, what, 10 episodes or, or however long it is. Yes. That should all be done before the first episode is played. Yes, so she can
1: control the, the arc of the, yeah. all the six episodes. She It's not Neighbours. She's not waiting for TV episodes to be released yeah. to commentate on them. The murders and attempted murders have happened. I, I feel like, her, like someone like Toadie should be
0: listening to the whole thing before it goes out. For sure. Yeah, because then you want to be able to lay the boot into Finn's
1: mum. Or like even at this point, Mackenzie, like just someone who's studying law at school, who's a bit more fresh with with the procedures than Toadie. And also, yeah, anyone who had production expertise to mentor her. She's learned all the editing herself. I think she asked Ned to show her, and he's an artist. I know he's a very broad artist, but I guess he's a sound artist now as well. Uh, I mean, I guess he can edit a photo, so. (laughs) It's the same thing. And she is still editing the pilot episode day of release, and she's like, I think I'm going to release it today in a few hours. You can put it off till tomorrow, love. Nobody cares that much. I can hear CJ twitching because as a marketer, she would prefer a hard launch and – also, okay, a little bit of behind the curtain, when you start a podcast, it takes a week or two for Apple to approve the show on its, under its umbrella. So you have to upload it to your podcasting platform and um, I guess... Bees using the hive,
0: (laughs) but that's why a lot of podcasts have a twenty second teaser of what the podcast is going to be about. Yeah,
1: episode zero usually yeah tells you what's coming up and it lets you pop something on the platform so that Apple can absorb it into the system and then give you the green light and go right. Everything's hunky dory. Let's Mm. go. But bees like it's dropping today. I'm like, good luck, bee tricks. Imagine if she's like, it's dropping today, guys. Everyone downloads it. Oh, there are uh, subscribes. Oh, there's nothing here. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure it's worked properly? Oh, sorry. Apple's just got to get back to me. I'll oh, talk to me in two weeks. But
0: what what's she doing though? She's like, ah, oh, okay, well, I've, I guess I've got to like produce a whole new podcast by next week and I'm not entirely sure what it's going to be about. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, like.
1: Do it all beforehand. Yeah. She, nuts. She could have crafted all six episodes and she's given it to her auntie, Suze, to listen to. That lady is busy. And. Maybe she could have listened to it on 1.25 speed. (laughs) I recommend Get Overcast. Oh,
0: mind you, did you see it when people were listening to the pod? I took a photo of the screen. The podcast is 10 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) Susan's
1: not that busy. (laughs) Just for your little local drive to the shops or work. Just listen to that while I'm, you know, going to the toilet and brushing my teeth. Now, that's a great length for a podcast if it's daily. Yes. So then – because you can drop them daily for people that have little commutes or you can – people can save them up for the end of the week and listen to a big chunk – not one a week, ten minutes on a murder pod, like a true yeah. crime. People want to sink their teeth into yeah, that.
0: Yeah. So I met this guy, but it turns out he was obsessed with my sister, and he wasn't in a, he wasn't really disabled, but yeah. And then like yeah, stuff happened, okay. and then he like killed my friends.
1: And-, and I was living on the streets, but we won't get into that. Like just cliff notes from B. Nelson. Yeah. And she's decided the format without Carl, which is essentially interviews, it's a series of interviews, starting with herself, Well, she's doing her, telling her story, then talking to her sister Ellie, then Sheila canning, who again, who's mother of Gary, who died at finn's hand, and grandmother of Xanthi, who was gaslit and yes. abu- like emotionally abused by Finn. you know who i'd like to see as a guest um harry yeah he he has seen the bomb one hundred and fifty percent Harry. You could definitely – I would want – and so then we've got Carl. She's put Carl in at Ep 5, mm. but where's Susan's episode? Or maybe Susan – it's too yeah. emotional for Susan. So is Ellie getting interviewed as well? She said at Ellie's Ep 2, I'm guessing down the line, remote remote yeah. connection. I don't think Ellie will be able to
0: sort out the tech on that,
1: to be honest.
0: I hope I hope Dry Toast <laughs> is yeah, helping her.
1: Toast's onto it. And who else would I want to hear from? I mean, it'd be a bloody coup to get his mum. Yeah, like she, that's the thing. You'd want to be shooting for the mum, Ep 6. Yeah. And then if you don't get the mum, yeah. then – Oh, yeah,
0: you get mum right at the end because yeah. then she's going to try and uh, – once you hate her so yeah. much and then she's going to come in like with piss poor excuses yeah. about, you know, yeah, it turns out he was just the evil seed. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, well, dry toast. you got to like – well, mind you, he'd be like a subset of – Episode six. Oh, she yeah, probably, the defense.
1: I'm guessing she recorded a bit of toast and then mm-hmm. played it back and was like, you know what, mate? Ooh, ooh. We'll put this out as a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe after. <laughs> and um, then you'd maybe, if you can't get the mum, you'd go maybe Chloe, someone who was on the island who put together mm. the Firefest. Got to get Harry as well, because he, he was obsessed with Finn. And in terms of format, I feel like you could do a bit more with this. Yeah, I love the idea mm. of highlighting a victim each mm. episode, but I, I think I would also would love like 10 minutes from B at the start just yeah. to centre us and get her perspective at the time of what was yeah. happening, how things were rolling out.
0: I feel season one, mm. B story, season two, Ellie's story. Oh,
1: yes, I love that. I love that. Xanthi for sure needs an episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you need oh, these that's... people's permission. But... yeah.
0: Was, was she on the
1: actual plane with him, I can't, or am I imagining that? She got onto the plane and yeah. he just didn't take off. They were going to go to Honkers. Nice. Um, and David, who was trying to be his doctor for a
0: while. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got the psychological input, mm. but then maybe – like, we've got to have one
1: doctor that's still allowed to work in the hospital, so maybe <laughs> yeah, <true>. not. <laughs> um, so, day of record, so many issues with B's plan here. But, look, she hasn't, didn't have a mentor. What are you going to do? She's still editing. She's still fine-tuning – Carl's got a beanie's bonnet that she's shoved him down to episode five of the podcast. And he's like, no, no one's going to care. And Sheila's like, there's a lot of drop-offs in podcasting. Like, you're going to be lucky if people (laughs) keep listening. Goal. (laughs) And Susan says Carl's having a sook, which A plus sook reference. Yeah. Fantastic Aussie lingo. So he's, you know. A sad sack that Bee's shafted him, which, number one, fair enough, but number two, let her tell her story. Now, Auntie Sue's reviews the episode, says, You've done a lovely job, Bee. However, <laughs> and when you give something to someone for notes, you should allow time to absorb those yeah. notes. My main note is Have you spoken to your boyfriend, Levi? Because you say a lot of stuff in this pod. The whole pod, the whole 10 minutes is just Bee talking about how she'll never be able to love and trust a man again because of what Finn did to it.
0: The experience has changed me forever. I'll never be able to fully trust a man ever again. No matter how wonderful he is or how much he loves me, my walls will always be up. Because a part of me will always be waiting for him to hurt me. Levi's a sack of shit (laughs) and she shouldn't trust him. Like, she will be locked up in a cell quicker than you can say Mark Brennan. (laughs) Like, he he dobbed her in. To, and she lost her job. Yeah, Levi. No, you can't trust Levi. Levi
1: singing canary canning. I
0: guess it's it's daddy issues, isn't it? Why does she keep falling for these terrible men?
1: Lars. And those Swedish men are supposed to be quite jovial. I don't know. I want to know about what Lars' story is. Have we have we ever met him? No, we just know that he's Scandinavian. He's a deadbeat dad. That's <laughs> this is the the story, mate. Yeah.
0: If you're not involved in your kid's life, then they're, they're going to just date another useless man like her, yourself. Which
1: was living on the street. Mm. So again, all of this I would love to have dug into. Yeah. Um. In never forget, but uh, be forgot to include it all. So she, Susan's like, you should go talk to Levi. She's like, well, I can't. Podcast is going to drop any minute. Hang on, is that is that how you do it? Do you- I don't because I'm not that organized, but also because we we are a reactive podcast. Yeah. So it's it's all happening on the fly mm. as neighbors airs we record then I upload it, but my friend Josie who has a podcast called. I just called to tell you a joke. Yeah. She just finished it, 365 episodes, one every day, all since lockdown well, that started. That makes sense that you you would put it out at, say, 6 a.m. every day or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so they're all like one minute or two minutes long. I'm mean, a couple of them. Check them out. And she would ring up like 10 friends in one day, tell them all jokes, record them and then edit them and then schedule their release. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Same with like YouTube videos. You can delay publishing.
0: But I feel like for your first podcast, you'd want to be sitting at the computer going, all right, I'm going to press this button. Yeah. And then we'll watch it. Or it's Mm -hmm. uploaded. Okay. Okay. I'm going to refresh, refresh. Oh, it's there. It's there. Oh, it's had one download. Like it feels like. Yeah.
1: This is very much the fuck it bucket logic. Because mm. she's like, oh no, I have to get to the hive because my laptop's there, and that's where I can reschedule it. And the no, hive is
0: like the home of stolen goods as well. I wouldn't be leaving anything valuable also, there.
1: Also, it's it's on the internet wherever she's hosting this. Yeah. Unless unless Ned's like got an old tape deck nailed to a like you know he's, he's fired up the the, the Commodore sixty four <laughs> yeah, and that's where it's, it's his living, server living. It's like oh I've, I've arted up a <laughs> up a podcast <laughs> machine for you. Puffy helped me do it before he left. So she runs over there and it's like, too late, mate. It's dropped off, just subscribed and downloaded. Thanks, Ned. It's very supportive. What's not supportive is Ned and Yashvi and Sheila too crowded around the table all listening to Ned's phone. Number one, that's not going to, on speaker, like that's not going to give you the best listening experience. Well, quite often that's how we, we have to listen to it. Yeah. But if it's, I'm assuming there's some music, there's, you know, Carl's yeah, added some audience. Yeah. Also, give her, give the girl some extra downloads. That's just yeah, one scumbags. download from Ned's phone. Mm. Get it. Get, sit there with your headphones. All three of you listening
0: to it. <laughs> you know what I like though. Like later in the episode, it turns out that Angela Lane's heard it
1: as well. So I reckon local Facebook groups must be going off. Well, CJ is extremely impressed. She told me with B's word of mouth, mm. Angela's on it from drop. Mm. Like they are on it. Maybe that's all she needed to do. I can local Facebook groups and also like because Finn was a teacher, so. The 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 alumni groups. They're amazing. My Mm. friends that are, a few of my mates that are teachers that have done comedy festival shows, get the teachers in, you're laughing, sold out season. And then, of course, Levi hears that she can't love and trust a man again and he's like, "Oh, I found it quite funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, how is this a revelation to him? (laughs) (laughs) He's a cop. He should see what abuse
0: does to people. I'm just like, you know what, fuck you, mate. Like I'm so sick of him. She's like a victim in this and suddenly it's all about him. When she's like going through this like retelling this massive trauma in her life, mate, you know what? I I feel like we need to fire up the go and get bent, (laughs) Brett."
1: What what, what can we say for Levi? Um, Well, I was personally gunning for the saddest bee in Erinsborough for Levi. (laughs) I think he's an asshole. Get stuffed, mate. Go and just leave, Levi. (laughs) (laughs) That relationship though. When she he said, I love you. And she's like, yeah,
0: cool. Yeah. You know, we've been wondering what B's exit storyline is going to be. And it's obviously she's going to find great success in this and do a tour. Yeah. And you know what? Bloody spread
1: those wings and fly. And B. cash in. Yeah. Get paid, gal. You could do us some music. Like you could be your own support act play some yeah, songs. Yeah, and then you'll
0: have people going, oh, I only came here for the crime story. I didn't come <laughs> here to hear like, your music. Can we leave yet? Oh, no. Oh, she's playing the music first. Great. Or she
1: can be like, um, thanks for coming to the ch- to the talk, guys. I've got some CDs at the front if you want to support Which me. Which you would, though, wouldn't yeah, you? Because yeah. you'd be like, oh, my God, the old victim. Yeah, like merch. Yeah, move some unit. <laughs> Get it, sister. Get paid. Love it. Love
0: your work. This is where Carl's expertise comes in Ooh. for being able to, well, I guess it's more Alan Fletcher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, tease a little bit with, with a bit of the story in between the songs. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, we're seeing um, stars. It's going to be great. We are doing like knocking out Silent Night and <laughs> <the> Christmas show. <laughs> Get over to do the Christmas pageant
0: circuit. So, I saw my boyfriend kissing my
1: sister. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the full moon that night. <laughs> <laughs> There's other stuff I want to talk about, but gosh, I got a lot of joy out of the podcast launch. Never forget. Since we're on The Hive, we must discuss the other thing that delighted me this week, which was the sparks that flew between Ned and Sheila Canning, words I'd never thought I'd say. <laughs> Sheila Canning the second, played by Sharina Clanton, who has come in as the benefactor to run The Hive, the yeah. Bain Gallery, as they've named it. You know, I Googled that because I'm like,
0: Bane. Bane I always think of, you know, Bane from Batman or the Bane of my life. Mm. Yeah. But yes, so I Googled it and I'm like, oh And then I looked at the picture and I was like, Oh, it's pig face. It's that's what we commonly call the flower. Excuse me? It's called pig face. Okay. And it's a pretty flower. It is a pretty flower. It's like a succulent ground cover and it's like it's almost kind of like a daisy like flower.
1: Kate's plant rand needs to be signified. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: Give me a home among the gum trees with lots of plum trees. Okay. So it's like usually like a really super bright pink or purple, and it's like a really open-looking daisy-like flower, which I assume is where the, the pig face comes from. But, yeah, it does sound more poetic in her language as opposed to English.
1: Oh, those, I know those. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So Ned has... I Ned- mean, it's better than calling your gallery pig faced. Look infinitely better. Ned has taken inspiration from an Indigenous plant. Flower. And consulted with a Wurundjeri elder for permission to use it yeah. as his logo. Tip. Well done. Beautiful. I, I don't know, maybe consult
0: with the gallery owner as to what she wants to call it. <laughs> Great point.
1: Well, I guess he was doing his big reveal, wasn't he? His big pitch. Maybe she would have liked to have named it after her nana. And he, yeah, he's incorporated the butterfly, which is important to her and her nana. Um, I swear I, I wanted to jump through the screen and jump him right then. Like, that was hot. The, like, that was, I was really into him in that moment. Sheila and I were talking Ooh. about how art can be healing and a quick Google showed me that Bane is a Noongar plant with medicinal qualities, so I thought it would be fitting.
0: And before you say anything, I've already asked permission from one of the Wondry elders to use the Noongar name. Otherwise, I wouldn't have shown it to
1: you. You drew a Bindi Bindi.
0: For your nan. I'm, I'm I'm still awestruck by his every – like, he's the jack of all artistic <laughs> traits because that is a beautiful illustration really, of the flower. Well, right. He can do that as well. As well as sound design. <laughs> and portrait painting mm. and, like, artistic and, photography. And bust sculpting. He's he's like the, the Da Vinci of Arendt. He is. Oh, yeah. No, the busts weren't great, though. They, a-
1: that, was, that was very early on. Yeah. Like, he really had an
0: immediate oh, rise.
1: If she finds out about the busts, I know she'll be putting her hand Straight up Straight in. It. Yeah. Well, speaking of hands, she put the hand up to add some colour to the sketch or something, and he was helping her. There was, whatever. They touched hands, and there was some electricity, <laughs> and they both felt it and mm. looked at each other and... I really vibed on this storyline, not because um, I'm Ned's wife, but because... Because you just want him to fall in love with an older woman. Yes. Well, there you go. He has sparks with older women. He plays Mm. it really well. Mm -hmm. And she's not only an older woman, she's a woman of colour. She's a more voluptuous body type than we are used to seeing on Neighbours. And she is a romantic, like, sexual being in her own right. It's not played for laughs like the Melanie plot was played for mm-hmm. a lot of the time, except that's been a bit more sensitively dealt with this week, I thought. Yeah, And then she had to play sport and she was in the athletic storyline as well. Oh, mate,
0: buddy beach volleyball Me. on a cold day. Imagine like my feet just turned arthritic at the thought of like
1: having like cold sand on your feet. Now, Ugh. I know the colourist listens to this show and I want to ask him if they turned up the the warmth on those sunny volley, volleyball Ooh. scenes because they were bright. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to Paul's house, the Robinson house, Willis house has been really dark this week and KB's theory is that because Paul's skint, he's been just turning the lights off all around. Them. Oh, yeah, and the heater. The heater's like stuck on 17 at the most. Yeah. Um, So they have this moment and Sheila runs to the other Sheila. She's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? We have this moment. Sheila's like, well, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and She's like, yeah was mutual, babe. They immediately get thrust together in this volleyball match as partners and they are fumbling all over the ball and then Mm. they get together and play as a team and there's this amazing tension between oh we're so we're sort of emotionally attracted to each other and now we're there's the No you're doing a pike. (laughs) Um well how
0: does this play for you, Kate? I know, I'm here for it. I, I like it's She's more interesting than Yashvi. It's it's a it's more interesting storyline to have them dating.
1: And I love that they always, whenever an older woman comes along, they always start dressing Yashvi like she is her age again. Like she's yeah. got a big high plait. And yeah, <laughs> She looks like a 20-year-old. And I did see Sarah in the council pointed out that it was very Willis of Ned to – well, I would take issue with this. I, I think, okay, it is his Willis blood coming through of oh, being yeah, unfaithful. A, yeah, gross. Yeah. but. He has not actively gone out of his way yet. As, at this point, he's been nice to his boss. Or to this well, it's f- funny how he ends up in these situations. Though, <laughs> isn't it? You are a net
0: apologist, much like CJ yeah. and Paul. Yeah. No, look, it's fine. But you know what? If you don't think your relationship's working, just end it. Don't don't go and play on Yashvi's. Harsh at
1: this year. point, he all he's doing is connecting with his this woman. They, they have art mm. in common. They're making stupid art puns, and suddenly they're touchy handy and she's wiping blue paint off his face. Yeah, and now he's like, "Oh," and he's he's having an inner dilemma, like, "What do I do?" And the hard but probably necessary thing to do is to talk to your girlfriend and explain, "Oh, look, we've had this connection, and like, I don't, I don't see that going down well. No, it wouldn't. But there, what, <laughs> but other, what? what other way is there?
0: You know what, Ned's going." Ah, he's my gravy train to freedom because <laughs> he's like, I've never wanted to work a day in my life, and this woman can, I can be her sugar baby.
1: And I think it is time for the death knell to ring on the Nedvi relationship. Mm. Look, I'm I'm here just purely for the nickname for Vivi. Oh, V V and V <laughs> V Vivi Vivi don't wouldn't have chemistry either. You never know. Maybe,
0: maybe like, you know, like rubbing two dull things
1: against each other. They, there might be a spark. Well, she's not dull. She's our fire. She's the lionfish. Clownfish. I meant clownfish. Editing Vaya, Correcting myself. Yeah. She's our fire. Well, Who could she date then? She, well, she doesn't need to date anyone. Roxy. Roxy would be
0: fun. Roxy, I love, Roxy is
1: wasted on coil. Well, I lo- although I do love this week that. She had, She asked someone to spell something for her, like one of the art puns. She's like, can you text that to me because I can't spell that. I loved that. And I liked her dragging Coyle's broken nose back down to the volleyball field. Like, excuse me, I'm trying to make my business work here. Can you come and support your partner, mm. <laughs> Mr. Yellowface? That was weird
0: when Levi threw the ball through the net right into um Coyle's scon, That wasn't nice.
1: Anyway, I am talking about sport too much. It doesn't interest me, but I appreciated the body positivity that it wasn't just – Look, the I'm, bikini models I'm not point. here
0: for beach volleyball, mainly because I hate sand, mm. to the point where I won't let my kids have a sand pit because it's just <laughs> so filthy. No, I'm not here for beach
1: volleyball. What do you think Ned should do to handle these feelings? Ah, to see how it progresses. Yeah, but that's going to get him into strife. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dump Yashvi. Mm. Yes. Attach yourself to the sugar mama's teat. But some discussions definitely need to be had, and they might be hard, but they're necessary. Speaking – we mentioned them, Melanie – Yes. Melanie and Tony, loving it. Loving it. Sweet, melody. Me, sweet melody. Their relationship progressed to the point where Tony's put in an order at the Juicy Jungle.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for lingerie because yeah. she's still just wearing that one teddy, I
1: guess, yeah. <laughs> which is probably straight out of the 1988 wardrobe, mm. which Ju- Juicy Jungle have compared to um Daintree.net, Juicy Jungles dispatch times are phenomenal and accurate. Accurate. and because Angela Lane got wind of this site, orders that day, and gets a leopard print Brazier. Oh yes, Brazier. By the time her afternoon meeting rolled around. Can I confess something?
0: You don't have to. I went on to the Juicy Jungle site.
1: And I may have made a little purchase of my own. A new Brazier. Feels fantastic. No wonder you're a subscriber. Who says Brazier? <laughs> Marge Simpson. <laughs>
0: Okay, so that was our comedy of errors this week, wasn't it? That everybody thought Curtis, well, starting off with Mackenzie because, okay, so Angela Lane turns up at Toadie's house because she wants him to represent um, her daughter.
1: Lacey?
0: Yes, Lacey Lane.
1: Who's, I think, come out of the closet. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Go Lacey. There you go. And now Angela's appropriating queer culture at every turn, and that's yeah. fun.
0: But Toadie can't have Angela visit him at his office because Mackenzie's there. And Angela was a bigot towards
1: Mackenzie over her trans background. Yeah. And look, Angela couldn't just go and see Tim Collins instead. Nah, well, Tim's probably got a full slate. What I did enjoy, because I you know, I, I harp on about the fuck it, bucket details, but I enjoyed the detail that set Mackenzie down the wrong path, which was that Toadie said – I've got these blank appointments, don't fill them in. Mm. They're with special clients or whatever. Um, and so she's like – she and Carla are like, well, that must be where the secret girlfriend yeah. is scheduled. And then she overhears Toddy say, I've got this blank appointment just for you, Angela. So that's yeah. what tweaked for Mackenzie.
0: Yeah. It's, it feels very problematic for Toddy to have Mackenzie in his office and in his house. Like, it's just not working for him. Mm.
1: People in the council have called this the redemption of Angela Lane because she's coming, yeah. she's atoning for her wrongs. She's, a... she's acknowledging what she did and apologising. She heard Bee's podcast. She got the Kennedy's perspective on Finn in 10 minutes, which is amazing. Yeah, feat. yeah. She's Finn a... bad. Good bum. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a kids' picture book version. You know, like you can get those like Jane Austen, Yvonne Goulagong and like yeah. Marie Curie in kids' picture mm-hmm. book form and they
0: just is – Is there going to be one with Finn Kelly alongside, <laughs> you know, Jeffrey Dahmer or something like that?
1: So She's like, oh, the Kennedys weren't all bad. They were they were wronged and she's apologised to them. But No, but you know what? They are also freaking idiots. Why did they let him into
0: their home? Um, all right, look, yeah. okay, okay, we, we've covered this we've covered over that. years.
1: Yeah. So the Kennedys now think Toad is dating Angela. And to wrap their heads around that, they get on the sauce. Mm. And that was some A-plus storylining that we got. And then they've gone, well, you know what? This
0: man has been through a lot. We just have to
1: support him. And we're going to support him, even though this woman is awful. Mm, yeah, Toadie's like our son. Yeah. Susan needs to have several cocktails to process this. I enjoy it at the Flamingo Bar, there's no other drinks but cocktails. <laughs> Um, so they're having like daiquiris or something And Susan smashes a few daiquiris I mean it's cold A hot drink would go down well there. Yeah at my book club at, pub, at the pub I enjoy a mulled cider this time of year Oh nice Mulled wine The next day hung over Susan in the shades Again top notch Again it's school night She's got to go to work And deal with plain Jane Superbrain's high horse Year 13 single student issues <laughs> Oh my god can we – what should we do a sidebar on for Patreon? Uh, should that. it be Mildura?
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do it on Year 13 and, yeah. and yeah, the, the the Mildura connection. Okay. Let's do that right now. The whole Tony and Angela thing comes to a head when Susan oh, invites Angela over for dinner with Tony. Excuse me, Carl.
1: Susan wants oh, sorry. no bar of it.
0: <laughs> She's like, no, Carl, do not invite her over. You
1: know, Comedy of Errors style – it just comes out as, like, she's seconds from the door. Yeah, so much classic Kennedy dialogue in all these moments, especially when Carl's like, we're going to have to go dark on knowing about the Tony relationship. And Susan's like, do we work for Azio now? <laughs> so good. So they're about to spill the- I love it, But it's a classic Hendrix moment, the, the – bit-
0: when I love Hendrix the most is when he realizes that shit's about to, an awkward situation is about to go down yeah. and he's just like, oh yes, rubbing his hands together in yeah. delight. And uh,
1: I'll just let her in and then enjoy your evening. He plays cheeky really yeah. well. So as it's all going to come out that they know about Tody's relationship, Melanie comes into the door and there's some great delivery from Tody where she comes in and he's like, Melanie. I love that. That
0: was quite a good tone from Toadie. Yeah. And it's one
1: of the many reasons why you are not the woman that Toadie is interested in. Melanie.
0: H- hang on. Hang on. Toddy is involved with someone. You know who it is? Melanie. Melanie. I'm secretly
1: dating Melanie. Cut to next day and it's all out in the open. He's revealed that he's with Melanie. Mackenzie's very sweet about it. And then Melanie's a bit TMI, like... Oh, yeah, we did it on the desk. Yeah. Ooh, no thanks. And in the storeroom. So that's actually, shout out Bechdahl. They did have a file room, I guess, yeah. that they were doing it in. Um, and I quite like that now they've developed real feelings. It's not just a, a roll in the hay for yeah. a bit of a punchline. He's like, no, actually, I want I want you to stay around and I want to explore this. He shouldn't stop her from going interviews no. to, in and other law firms, though. No, no, no. He should be encouraging that. But, you know, I'm here for... Melody. Beautiful. I I enjoy it as a long-term relationship now. I think it's really delightful. As long as we keep the cheekiness and less of the boring stuff. Yeah. Keep your subscription to Juicy Jungle. Sign up for a subscription box. Yeah. And keep the home fires burning. We also have a little development with McHendricks. Yeah. Hendrix has gone and got himself a little crush, and he is a classic rom-com trope subverted like, usually it's like, you know, your Reese Witherspoon or your Katherine Heigl yeah. tripping over themselves in puddles and dropping packages. And But Hendrix has developed feelings for his mate, Mackenzie, and he's fallen all over himself and it was charming. And he confesses. She thinks he's back interested in Harlow. He says, no, it's you that I'm into. She is worried because, firstly, that's her friend's Best friend's ex. And also
0: that's like her, her main emotion anyway, just being concerned yes, about things. concerned,
1: earnest. And also it's her one friend because, well, well, yeah, <laughs> but none of, nobody has friends. Nobody has friends. <laughs> she had some wonderful, meaningful conversations with Yashvi and I guess that is her long-term heritage friend. She says to Yashvi, well, what, what do I do? And Yashvi gives her nice counsel. I enjoyed that Yashvi said she'd broken Hendrix because he was falling all over himself. Yeah. So off I go, hey? Well, sorry, I'm not really having a good day with inanimate objects, am I? I almost dropped a glass earlier.
0: That clumsy mess is not Hendrix, Grayson. You've broken it. I'm more worried that I've broken us.
1: And I also enjoyed V's take that she's like, what would you do if Hendrix was into you? And she's like, I'd get V to my Maga him.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would not be into
0: that. I actually do see Yashvi and Hendrix together.
1: But I loved that she was so repulsed by it. It was a funny take. And then she gets it out of Mackenzie that, oh, so you are into him as well. You just don't want to ruin the friendship with either him or Harlow. Why don't you deserve happiness? You know, you should explore it. So she's like, all right, don't need to tell me twice. <laughs> let's go have cocktails. I like the way that played out too. It wasn't yeah. just, I like you, you like me, we be boyfriend, girlfriend. It was yeah. like, let's have a drink yeah, and figure it out. And let's not tell Harlow because Harlow's got some shit on her plate. Yeah. Kate. Yeah. What's happening over Atalo's situation? How did we wrap up last week? He'd been caught by the cops, hadn't he? Yeah, Paul told them that he was down
0: at the Bomara Beach Shack, the, the, the Scout Hall. Yeah. and and I point out that last week you didn't—you were talking about them getting it on in the like the rough old cot he had. You didn't mention that they were doing it not half a meter from a, a photo of a grinning Emmett, just just
1: right above them. Well, his brother. I thought you'd be proud of me that I calculated that it was a f- like a forty minute commute for Harlow yeah, to not, get, well done. get the well hot takeaway coffees to her lover. <laughs> I know they would they would not be hot. <laughs> get an iced latte, Harlow. Everybody Is, loves isn't an iced latte. Coffee really that bad? Isn't it possible? I'm drinking it right now. It's yeah. powering Neighbors
0: Pod. <laughs> so he's been caught by the fuzz, and, and he's got the
1: grug uh, Tyler haircut, prison oh, yes. haircut, yeah, the
0: bob. Actually, that's who they are now. They're, they're following the Tyler and Pipes trope. Star-crossed lovers. He's a crim. She's,
1: she's an idiot. She well, she's academically ad- ahead. Yeah. but she she's um, not intelligent in love. No, and she's ignoring her possibilities and her potential to become, as CJ predicted, a TikTok prison wife.
0: I, I liked um, your yeah, analogy last week about, you know, he, no, he's not good on the surface. He's like kind of at the, the earth's
1: core level. Start, That's where it is. Start drilling, get Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find Brent's good side. Yeah. Um, I did feel for the guy this week. He gets put into prison. Yeah, like not even – was it the Remand Centre? Because it looked a lot like Goodwood. Yeah, it
0: was. Why the, is he in the women's prison?
1: Well, it was meant to be the Remand Centre, but also it seemed to be where the Apple Gang was, where Paul and Gary exchanged apples for favours.
0: Is he 18? Like, should
1: mm. – yeah, man, that's, that's hard. That's going hard. straight into the adult prison. And he has Toadie as his legal counsel. Yeah, good luck, mate. And Toadie's like, it's all right. There's a lenient judge. Like well, judges can be blackmailed. So. Yeah, I mean we've we've learnt that already. <laughs> the lenient judge is into rehabilitation, so don't worry about it, Brent.
0: Which I mean is is great. That's what needs to happen. It's going to prison isn't just going to re- magically rehabilitate no. him.
1: Hallo is ex- is excited about this. She's like, guess what, everyone? Um, he'll be back soon. And Paul, is
0: just he's just like in the background going oh, Fucking great.
1: <laughs> I I fell for Paul's little. Ruse here because he was gently supportive, like, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, darling, that you are hurt. This is a hard thing to deal with. They're there, and then off he goes out into the background to go and throw the cat amongst the pigeons. I think he
0: feels like you know, the the Gordon Ramsay meme where he's holding like the bits of bread, (laughs) it's like, just (laughs) you need an idiot sandwich. Come on, come on, like this guy is just bad news.
1: It's funny that like an 18 year old girl is not like. Oh, well, he was a good second boyfriend. Yeah. I'll move on to all the people I'll, I'll find, meet at uni. Yeah, I'll just find a nice guy
0: studying. Find some knob in the arts department. <laughs> there's plenty
1: of us knobs in the arts department. So then Paul underhandedly goes to Holden. Oh, yeah. Old oh, mate, Holden G- with the red hair. Ginger ninja. <laughs> well, he's going to say that the good-looking ginger. Yeah. Well, there's a few of them on Ramsey Street, Um Well, I mean – too bad he was in the croissant gang because he could like yeah. surely he'll be head of the apple gang. Maybe he'll do an apple turnover gang in the prison. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what is wrong with Holden? That so, so Paul's deal is he's like okay, well you just got to turn on him, blame him for everything
1: when they were in their gang days together. How
0: dumb is Holden for not doing that already?
1: Yeah, and secondly for not asking what how Paul would make it worth his while. Mm. He's like, what are you gonna do for me? He's like, I'll make it worth your while. No, you know what. I'm giving you a successful legal strategy. That's,
0: th- this is payment enough. You're
1: welcome, sir.
0: And he's got a substandard lawyer. You're, you're, you're guaranteed to get do minimum time for this.
1: Next thing you know, the charges come raining down on Brent. There's going to be no leniency. He's looking at jail time. And there's an incredible speech from Harlow where she actually realises, like, I'm going to be spending my life visiting prisons. I just feel so stupid for believing things could work out. Now
0: what? I'm just going to spend my life visiting prisons. My dad, my boyfriend, both behind bars. What kind of future is that? See, that, that, that's saddest bitch in area. It <laughs> <owns both> territory. Because <laughs> you have a choice here, Harlow. Like, yeah, just find a guy who's
1: not in prison, who isn't your dad. And as Ned and Yashvi said, or Ned and Mackenzie said, maybe in a few years when he's back on the right path and he's straightened himself out, you can look him up then. I mean... What whatever happened to Hudson? Chris moved on pretty quick from him. Christos? I would like a visit from Hudson because firstly he's my son. His name is Remy. And he I saw him on Instagram hanging with the cast recently. Yeah. And I always like I liked him. I was supportive of him in he was on during my non-watching era, so I'm happy to have him back and enjoy his work. Didn't you watch the whole Christos era? He was he was your Greek representation. I watched a lot of Christos, but I think Christos's era spanned quite a bit of time. So it was just I was I dipped out at that point. Maybe I was doing crazy. Maybe, I might have been doing night radio, answering the phones for a night radio station. The show um, Johnny and Jody in the evenings. I, was gonna um,
0: say, I thought it was going to be like <laughs> lo- lo- love song dedications. Is that what you were picturing yeah. me when
1: I was about to do the hi? I've got a message out going out to Harlow from Brent. He's he's not sure how long he's going to be in the big house, but he wants you to know that you're always welcome in his house of love. He is (laughs) A17's house of love.
0: Actually, special yeah. shout-out, there's someone in the council who lives in Walthamstow, and every time I see that reference, I'm like, he's 17. Yeah. Also, William Morris House. There you go.
1: So we'll get to the end here, but what an amazing reveal. It surprised me when we thought Paul was going to go to the prison to visit Brent and give him some apples, but no, he went to see Holden. And then the next moment, Ned's checking in on Brent at the prison and there, all the visitation's happening. Why is, why is Ned che- checking in on him? Because... Because he had a bad boy past, Which, by the way, he wasn't in prison, so we're drawing a long bow. But, and he's, he cares for Harlow. Oh, yeah, They're I they ha- so. housemates. Well, kind
0: of, yeah, yeah. And I guess Brent worked at the Hive. As we, we, look, we needed a witness, yeah, didn't we? Needed we needed
1: someone so to It would see. have been
0: great if it was Brent who witnessed it. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. But talk to me about the visitation happening out in the pig pen. Like how? Yeah, it doesn't feel COVID safe, really. <laughs> <laughs> or prison safe. Yeah, So Ned knows that Paul uh, is, up to something. is up to some machinations. So I feel like,
0: you know, like the sine curve of Paul's character, I think we're, we're definitely on a decline because he's running out of money. So that's always, you know, he's got to hit his debts that wise, mm. but also he's about to lose the support of everybody mm. in his family. Oh,
1: Harlow's going to go nuclear when she gets wind of this. It's going to be great. I did enjoy Torage giving her a dressing down too. Hmm. She's like, oh, granddad just threw money at the situation. She's like, your granddad doesn't have money at the moment. Give him a break. Surely to rage herself is on
0: a pretty penny through Lassiter's. I feel like she'd be on what, pushing 200 grand or something.
1: Like They're not poor. Just stop booking international flights during a pandemic and you'll save yeah. a few Gs. One more thing I wanted to shout out before we move on to sit and shit is there's this one line of dialogue from Harlow when she's moved out. She's staying at the Rebecca house. She comes over for brunch with Therese and Paul and says, I've missed your cooking, Therese. And I look at the table and it's essentially baked goods, store-bought baked goods with all the trimmings. (laughs) It's like packaged muffins and scones and some fruit salad that looked like it had been pre-bought and cut up. I mean,
0: it's one of those compliments where you you start the compliment and you're like, oh, man, (laughs) I'm just going to have to keep running with this. Like, I'll tell you what. It's Rage, I appreciate you putting on a spread for me when I come over. thank you. And I really appreciate that you've gone to the nice bakery and got me beautiful
1: things because I appreciate that much more than you making some crappy scones. She she went to West Waratah for this. say, citizen, citizen. Citizen Hendrix for being in touch with his feelings, his emotions and acting like a rom-com lady. I appreciated him embodying that persona. I felt seen. (laughs) <laughs> and um, and then also coming to groups with the fact that his friend might reject him and and being okay with that, like okay, you you might not like what I've got to say and oh that's fine, I'll leave you alone. Yeah, like just being respectful of that and yeah. But then and also just knocking back a little margarita before before school, <laughs> just on his lunch break. <laughs> um, my citizen goes to Levi.
0: Um, be an adult. <laughs> he's not an adult, is no. he? Because he's not going. It, it, the, the podcast is all about him. Apparently, it's all about how he's hurt by B, rather than going. Okay, I, I've been well aware since we started dating that B has been through a massive trauma, and this is just another another way that Finn is hurting her, and, on, in an ongoing way.
1: And say, oh my god, honey, last week when we said I love you to each other, firstly, we're in our twenties; she shouldn't be a, a watershed moment, but okay. Mm. Are you sure you were okay with that? Like, that's a big deal. Like, and why, why is your Cab tattoo looking suspiciously <laughs> dark again? <laughs> she's gone around to see Ned at the Hive. That's why she's at the Hive so often. Yeah, re-ink, mate. And shut the door when you're recording your podcast. Oh, my God. Well, that's fun. I feel like b- back in the Neighbours Mojo, that was a fun week of eps. Appreciated it. We'll chat to CJ next week. She's CJ the Hot Mess Mum on TikTok and Insta. Kate? I'm remude on Twitter. I'm Vase on Instagram and we are the Neighbours Council on Facebook. Give us a review. B didn't shill for any reviews at the end of her podcast, but um, give, yeah. give us a review so that – can help the algorithm, the yeah. mysterious algorithm. Could push us up so we can get some Never Forget numbers. Get some word of mouth on your local Facebook groups. <laughs> and don't forget to search for B Nilsson Never Forget, <laughs> in your podcasts. Where you get your podcasts.
0: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> his dream.